Hi there, welcome back. Um, I want to hear about how uh, Diaper Donald's um, was incomprehensible yesterday. It's always incomprehensible, but Trump brand goes bust. These are the headlines. Mary Culpa, Michael Cohen, and Donnie Deutsch on Trump going broke and more. Here's the sick and disgusting men. Diaper Dodge, dark past gets exposed after powerful speech. Crumbling before eyes, Diaper Dodge falls apart in Virginia speech and it looks serious. Great. You guys, my package has finally arrived. I am so excited. Addled, sweaty, erratic, <laughs> disgusting, staring down a teleprompter, hanging on to a podium for dear life. <laughs> and he still is incoherent. He still can't get it done. Donald Trump's speech in Richmond, Virginia, was perhaps his most unhinged yet. And as our editor-in-chief at Midas Touch, Ron Filipkowski, has asked, how will ABC, CBS, NBC, The Times, and others report on Donald Trump mixing up the names of presidents, talking three times faster than normal, mispronouncing over a dozen words, garbling his syntax, switching mid-sentence to unrelated topics, and we could go on and on. We're going to cover it here on the Midas Touch Network because we want to raise the red flag that this behavior is not normal. First clip I'm going to show you from Donald sure Trump's speech is. over this weekend in Richmond, Virginia, is Donald Trump confusing President Biden with Barack Obama. And Donald Trump say, says that Putin doesn't respect Obama. Play this <laughs> clip. Get that war settled. It's a bad war. And Putin, you know, has so little respect for Obama that he's starting to throw around the nuclear word to You heard that nuclear. He's starting to talk nuclear weapons today. And you see the nuclear. crowd there was absolutely stunned. They're there for their cult leader. They don't know how they're supposed to react to that. Is this normal? Is this how he behaves? I guess we're supposed yeah, to be normal. into this. What is he even talking about? Here, Donald Trump just says a bunch of noises. Play the clip. Ding, boom. This is me. I, I hear. Bing. Next, Donald Trump talks about his cult being the greatest movement, even in Argentina. Even in Argentina. He's, what? Play this clip. <laughs> and they say, always tried to demean, well, MAGA really uh, represents 48% of the Republican, but no, it represents 96% and maybe 100%. We're getting rid of the Romneys of the world. We want to get Romneys and those out. But they know that we are the only ones who can stop them. We're the only ones. This is the greatest movement in the history of our country, maybe in the history of any country, even Argentina. They went MAGA. You know Argentina, great guy. He's a big Trump guy. He loves great Trump. Guy. I love him because he loves Trump. What he called, I took his call of me. Anybody that loves me, I like them. But he's good. And, and he is, and he's a MAGA guy. But it's a slightly different form of MAGA. He is make Argentina great again. That's pretty good. I said, you can have that. 
And he is. He's doing a good job over there. He's cutting like hell. He's getting rid of a lot of waste and a lot of things. And I hope they do well because it's a beautiful place. It's a beautiful country. But I think they really have a, a good uh, a good headman right now. He's a tough guy. But that's why they're weaponizing law enforcement for high level election interference. Then Donald Trump talks about how there are pupils from countries who speak languages that nobody knows about all of these pupils. What? Play this clip. Well, and they're going to destroy all of that. And you see what's going on in New York? They have pupils from foreign countries, from countries where they don't even know what the language is. We have nobody that even teaches it. These are languages that nobody ever heard of. This and then as part of his stump speech that we've seen before, Donald Trump says, folks, this is just what I do. I interpose other names. I mix up the names on purpose, he says. Play this clip. Yeah. Thanks for 345k, even if it's just law enforcement. If you suffer from allergies, but even the piggies have to learn something, right, piggies? Oink! Yes, I have to be very, very careful. We have many of them. I uh, purposely mix up like a name like Bird Brain. You know who Bird Brain is, right, Nikki? With Nancy Pelosi. I, Nick, I, I put them in because they're interchangeable in my mind. And except I have to say, I have to say, I shouldn't say this about a semi-Republican, but I think Pelosi's probably a little bit smarter, actually. It's too bad to say but you know what? So you interchange them, and then they go out with stories. I cannot be sarcastic, so I, I try not to be. I just did that thing for the first time in like two weeks because it's a disaster. Guaranteed, the fake news, the enemy of the people, will say he could not find his way off the stage. And then he proceeds to call our country <laughs> the United States. Play the clip. Uh -huh in the United States, just as the price. Then he talks about being respected. Play the clip. And perhaps most importantly, we are a nation that is no longer admired, respected, or listened to on the world stage. Then he glitches when talking about the bipartisan border deal. Play the clip. Biden border will. Well, you know this, right? The Biden border bill. With turbo he then talks about how he wants the Republican Party to be 100% MAGA. He says that they don't want Romneys, they don't want moderate Republicans, they don't want moderate conservatives, they just want MAGA. Okay, play the clip. And they say, always trying to demean, well, MAGA really uh, represents 48% of the Republican, but no, it represents 96% and maybe 100%. We're getting rid of the Romneys of the world. We want to get Romney's and already played that, dude. those out. Then he talks about how thrilled he is to be in the beautiful of Virginia. Play the clip. Hello, Richmond. I'm thrilled to be back in the beautiful Virginia. We love Virginia. How much? Said beautiful now, this Virginia. This one is truly vile. I mean, the other stuff is as well. But he talks about the special prosecutor, Nathan Wade, in the Fulton County District Attorney case. And then he talks about Nathan Wade, and then Donald Trump makes like a sex gesture to the audience. Play the clip. And a lover, Nathan Wade. 
And they hired him for almost a million dollars because of his great, great experience. Of course, he didn't have any experience. He had experience in something else. You know that. A lot of experience. Next, Donald Trump attacks Fulton County District Attorney Fawny Willis. Play the clip. In a short, I know a lot of people. We like a lot of people. I happen to have a very good relationship with a woman called Melania. Yeah, right. But I would venture to say in all the years that I've known her, I might not have called her 2,500 times. That's a, I know I didn't send 3,500 text messages. Next, Donald Trump talks a bunch of nonsense about Afghanistan. Play the clip. If uh, they listened to me with Afghanistan, we would have been back a long time ago. A long time ago. The Next, Donald Trump whines. Just a whiny person, a loser, whining about how the 2020 election is stolen. That's what he's talking about in 2024. Play this clip. 20. It was a rigged election. It was a rigged election. The votes came in, then they added a lot of votes to it. You, you saw it. It was a rigged, totally rigged election. They know it, too. The only thing they don't want, they don't want people talking about that election. Even Fox. Fox is afraid to talk about it. They're all afraid to talk about it. Next up, Donald Trump talks about how he thinks that phone calls work miracles sometimes. Play the clip. 20. It's a yeah, your perfect it's phone calls. The votes came in, then they added a lot of 11,700. Totally oh. rigged election. They know it, too. 80 the votes. The only thing they don't want, they don't want people talking about that election. Even Fox. Fox is afraid to talk about it. They're all afraid to talk about it. And that speech in Richmond, Virginia, followed his speech in Greensboro, North Carolina, where he also continued to have these cognitive moments when he glitched like this. Play the clip. Did you just see Maduro? Venezuela. It's uh, unbelievable. And when he glitched like this. Play the clip. Heard that Saudi Arabia and Russia will repeat your... <laughs> and folks, just so I can show a contrast here, may I just play, I'll play one clip right here of President Biden from this past week. Let's play President Biden. Play the clip. Folks here in Brownsville and all along the border know that. We need to have their backs, your backs. I want the people to understand clearly what happened here. This bill was in the United States Senate, was on its way to being passed. Then it was derailed by rank and file politics, rank partisan politics. The U.S. Senate needs to reconsider this bill, and those senators who oppose it need to set politics aside and pass it on the merits, not on whether it's going to benefit one party or benefit the other party. It's about whether it benefits the American people. It's what the American people deserve. The Speaker of the House needs to put this bill on the floor, because if you put it on the floor unrestricted, it would pass. The majority of Democrats and Republicans in both houses support this legislation until someone came along and said, don't do that, it'll benefit the incumbent. That's a hell of a way to do business in America for such a serious problem. We need to act. It's time for the speakers and some of my Republican friends in Congress who are blocking this bill to show a little spine. Pass a bipartisan board, bipartisan, there's another member, bipartisan, conservative leaders supported this border security bill. Let's remember who we work for, for God's sake. We work for the American people. 
I mean, folks, it is so critical that what we talk about is the importance of our democracy, but also the importance of normalcy. And when you see that speech of Donald Trump, you can't normalize that behavior. And also, there are serious red flags that are right there that are staring us in the eyes. Y'all remember in the 2020 debate, right, the moment where uh, Donald Trump said, Proud Boys, stand back and stand by. Remember how that was like, oh, my gosh, she's saying, Proud Boys, stand back and stand by, right? Well, now in Donald Trump's speech, and that was shocking when he said that then, right? Now in Donald Trump's speeches, he's bragging about the January 6th insurrectionists and the song that he made with them, which he plays instead of the national anthem, and he brags about making this song, and he calls them the hostages. He says he made a song with the hostages. I'm going to play this clip in a moment, but just think about that, folks. So when Donald Trump goes to the debate, by the way, I don't think Donald Trump's ever going to actually debate President Biden because you see him. But when Donald Trump shows up at debate and he starts talking about the January 6th insurrectionists are hostages and he sing a song with them and it's so beautiful. What is legacy media then going to go? Oh, my gosh. Can you believe it? Yes, we can. Because while all of y'all legacy media people, you're focusing on, oh, my God, is President Biden wearing new sneakers? Is he wearing yeah, running shoes instead of instead of actual dress shoes? Oh, no, Donald Trump's saying things like this. Play the clip. They've done to people. You heard the hostages singing. That was the hostages. They're the J6 hostages, I call them, because they are hostages. They're policemen, they're firemen, they're accountants. They're lawyers in some cases. They're put in jail for extended periods of time, for very long periods of time. They're hostages. You heard them singing. You heard the spirit that they had? The spirit is unbelievable. That song became the number one song. And you, you can, folks, please share this video with people that you know, family members, friends, coworkers, colleagues, so you can show just how dangerous and unhinged Donald Trump is. I did some other videos of his speech earlier that day in North Carolina, but share this video so people can see. We're, we need to get the word out together, and we will do that. Thank you so much for watching. I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network. Hit subscribe. Let's get to 3 million subscribers together. Have a wonderful day. Love this video? Make sure you stay up to date Played on the latest clip breaking news and all things Midas by signing up to the Midas Touch newsletter at... Okay, so, um... District Attorney unload full arsenal against Diaperdon in New York criminal case. I know there goes our voters. Diaperdon and GOP disturbing acts will haunt them, hopefully. You guys, my package has finally arrived. I am so excited. I've been thinking a lot about the election in November, as we all are right now. 
but mainly why the media is still attempting to cover it like a, a normal two-horse race election, normalizing the candidate who tried to overthrow the last election, legitimizing the candidate who is a convicted fraudster and rapist and cult leader. You see, with the cult of Trump, you can't do polling. The, the, the supporters are brainwashed. You can't expect them to change their votes because they're cult members. And no matter how good a president Joe Biden is, or how strong the economy is, or how secure the border is, Trump people are still in a cult. They worship him, despite his criminality. And the evangelicals pray for him and weep for him and will die for him because they're in a cult. And yet the media still talk about the race to the White House like it's every other year. Their template for reporting, for debates, for analysis, it's unchanged, despite the seismic shakeup. And I'm saddened by their complicity and the behavior and, and the hatred. So I'm not hopeful of the outcome for democracy if the media continue to turn a blind eye to fascism. But there is one portion of the electorate who are also being highly underestimated by the media going into November. And to ignore this group is to ignore 167 and a half million of them talking about women, women who have been stripped of their fundamental human rights since the overturning of Roe versus Wade in 2022. Yeah, that's under Joe Donald Biden's Trump's watch. religious extremist Supreme Court officially reversed Roe, declaring that the constitutional right to abortion upheld for nearly half a century no longer existed. And you may remember, joining Justice Samuel Alito's opinion were Justice Clarence Thomas, appointed by the first President Bush, and the three recent Trump appointees, Neil Gorsuch, Brett Kavanaugh, and Amy Coney Barrett. <clears throat> the dissenting liberal justices said that the court decision means that young women today will come of age with fewer rights than their mothers and grandmothers. They said the court's opinion means that from the very moment of fertilization, a woman has no rights to speak of. A state can force her to bring a pregnancy to term even at the steepest personal and familial costs. With sorrow for this court, but more for the many millions of American women who have today lost a fundamental constitutional protection, we dissent, they wrote. 21 Republican states have now banned abortion or restrict the procedure earlier in pregnancy than the standard set by Roe versus Wade, making it a Class A criminal offence in many cases. Idaho, Indiana, Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, North Dakota, Oklahoma, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, West Virginia, all have total abortion bans in place. Now, Republicans naively thought that once the ban was in place, the problem would go away. Women would go quietly, remain silent, accept the new laws and suffer in silence except the Republican lawmakers who thought this forgot about several factors that might come back to haunt them at the ballot box in November. You see, 50.4% of the US population are women. Smart, emotionally intelligent, 
critical thinking women, most of whom have had their fill of the patriarchy. 167.5 million women, most of them strong, free thinkers who every month are reminded by their own bodies the importance of the right to choose. And they're thinking about it and discussing it and mobilizing every single day. And now Alabama's top court ruled frozen embryos are legally children and people can be held liable for their destruction. IVF patients are currently scrambling to get their frozen embryos out of Alabama. This is The Handmaid's Tale. This is dystopian. Yet this Incredible. is America <clears throat> in 2024. Cancer patients and oncologists are expressing Point. Shock and anxiety about the ruling. Worries are mounting that other states could adopt similar rules. That would impede fertility medicine for people, including cancer patients who say that assisted reproductive technology might be their only way of having a family after treatment. Alabama Supreme Court Justice Tom Parker has not been shy about his view that America was founded as a Christian nation, exposing the rise of Christian nationalism in politics. Forget the separation of church and state. These policies will only become more extreme in the coming months, and if Donald Trump was to be re-elected, enshrined into federal law. California's Democratic governor, Gavin Newsom, is launching a series of new advertisements in Republican states targeting Republican efforts to criminalize having an abortion and a war on travel for reproductive care. The first ad will air this week in Tennessee, where lawmakers are considering legislation that would make it illegal for anyone who helps a minor obtain an abortion without permission from their parents. Anyone found guilty of the offense could face between 3 and 15 years in prison. In America, in the land of the free. That ain't how you lose weight. That ain't wow. how you lose weight. Why do y'all put up with this shit? Restrictive abortion laws disproportionately impact black women in GOP-led states, according to the Democratic Legislative Campaign Committee. Black women have the highest abortion rate in the U.S., according to the most recent data from the CDC. Abortion restrictions that have gone into effect across the U.S. since the Supreme Court overturned Roe have only exacerbated previously existing socio-economic disparities, according to abortion access advocates. And Republican lawmakers know this because so much of this goes back to racism in addition to blatant and rampant misogyny. The Biden administration has sought to position itself as a staunch advocate for abortion rights, and, and maternal mortality is a part of that argument. Kamala Harris, the first woman and black person to be elected vice president, is, is helming the abortion access fight. She often highlights the impact that restrictive abortion bans have had on black women. And as the disgraced former president, Donald Trump, repeats his proud statement, taking ownership of the abortion ban, where he said that for 54 years they were trying to get Roe v. Wade terminated, and I did it, and I'm proud to have done it, and nobody else was going to get that done. 
for me, and we did it, and we did something that was a miracle. That's what he said. That's what he repeats. A miracle. Trump and the Republicans own the abortion ban, and the general election will come down to this issue, and this issue alone. I mean, if you believe that men should control women, then fine. You're that person. But women's rights are human rights, and only Democrats are advocating for women and women's health care. And half the country are women. And it's women who are bringing legal cases against Donald Trump, and it's women who are protesting for their rights and won't be silenced. And it's women-owned businesses that are growing at a rate that is outpacing the rate of men. 94.3% for the number of firms, 252% for employment, 82% for revenue since Roe was overturned. And record numbers of women serve in congressional and gubernatorial and state legislative offices as a result of the 2022 election. November 2024 is, is not about the southern border or about the economy or if, if Trump can beat Biden in debate. Pacing the rate of men, 94.3% for the number of firms, 252% for employment, 82% for revenue since Roe was overturned. And record numbers of women serve in congressional and and its women-owned businesses that are growing at a rate that is outpacing the rate of men, 94.3% for the number of firms, 252% for employment, 82% for revenue since Roe was overturned. And record numbers of women serve in congressional and gubernatorial and state legislative offices as a result of the 2022 election. November 2024 is, is not about the southern border or about the economy or if, if Trump can beat Biden in debates. It's about women. It's about access to abortion. It's about freedom and protecting our democracy. Now, I might be a, a white male, but I'm also a feminist brought up by a strong single mother. And I'm also a father to my young daughter. And I advocate for her. And there are millions of men like me who will stand firmly on the right side of history. I'm Anthony Davis. You can hear me on the 5-Minute News podcast, co-hosting Uncovered every Wednesday and on the... ...and show... With Midas Touch. Love this video? Make sure you stay up to date on the latest breaking news and all things Midas by signing up to the Midas Touch newsletter at MidasTouch.com slash newsletter. Yeah, women are fucked, literally. Um, 